For all the parents out there, picture that it's bedtime. You and the kids have been busy all day. You know they're tired, but for some reason, they just won't go to sleep. And for this reason, I created the podcast Bedtime History. Bedtime History is a series of relaxing history stories that end with an inspirational message. With over 2,000 positive parent reviews, Bedtime History is one of the top education podcasts. Join me and listen to Bedtime History every Monday and Thursday on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello friends, it's Mr. Jim and welcome back to Kid Short Stories. I need to make sure that you have followed this podcast. So right now, smash the follow button. <laughs> it looks like a plus sign or it says follow or subscribe so that you don't miss out on any of our stories. We do a story, a new story every single day. And I cannot wait for this one from Carter and Iva. It's an amazing adventure about magic crystals, the purple ninjas, and I can't tell you anymore. But are you ready for today's adventure? Me too. Let's go. Carter and Ava were playing with their binoculars in the backyard. They had got these binoculars a couple months ago, but this was the first time that they were really spending a lot of time working with them. Have you ever used binoculars before? Yeah, they go over your eyes and you look through them and it makes far away things seem like they're a lot closer. They're a really important tool for any spy if you're wanting to, you know, spy up in the clouds and see if you can find the purple blimp or maybe if you smell something stinky, you grab your binoculars to keep an eye out for a purple ninja or Dr. Stinky Breath himself. Well, Carter and Ava were in their backyard practicing and learning how to focus with the binoculars. And they're about to find something pretty remarkable. Hey, Ava, could I have a turn with those binoculars in like a minute? Asked Carter. He was swinging while Ava was having her turn. She was laid down in the long green grass with her elbows dug into the ground to make a nice foundation for her hands to stay still as they leaned up against her forehead. Yes, Carter, I'm almost done, but I'm just surveying this one hillside and that mountain over there. They lived where they could see mountains from their backyard, which is really cool. And they were convinced that they had seen something purple hanging around one of those mountains back there. So they were using their binoculars to see if maybe, just maybe, they could find a clue. Carter jumped off from the swing and flew through the air and landed in the grass right next to Ava. All right, Ava, it's my turn. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on. Oh, wait, Carter, come here. Come here, come here, come here, come here. Look at this. Ava handed Carter the binoculars and pointed as she was jumping up and down. She was pointing, but it was kind of hard to tell where she was pointing because she was jumping up and down. And finally, Carter saw it. He saw what she was so excited about. Is that a cave? Said Carter. I'm pretty sure it is, said Ava. We've got to go check it out. Not another second passed by before Carter and Ava were both racing to their bedrooms to grab their jetpack and all their spy gear. They put on their jetpacks and off they blasted. Carter and Ava had both become expert jetpack drivers. They knew how to stay really low to the ground, almost zooming in between the branches of the trees as they zoomed through the forest towards this mountain. When you're zooming through the trees and the branches like that, 
it's really hard for, you know, a blimp up in the sky to spot you from far away. But Carter and Ava, they were really good at basically staying invisible as they fly through the forest. Ava was the first one to get to the hillside and carefully landed on some rocks. All right, Carter, get down, get down. I think the cave is right up there. She pointed up ahead and Carter nodded. Yep, I'm pretty sure you're right, said Carter. They turned off their jetpacks because they were going to walk the rest of the way. Wanted to sneak up on that cave just in case there were some purple ninjas inside. They were very good to avoid walking on sticks and crunchy rocks along the way because one big step with a crunch... That gives a spy's position away for everyone in the area. So when you're on a spy mission, you have to know how to walk very quietly, slowly, but also fast, but slowly and quietly. It's kind of complicated, but if you practice, you'll get it. Carter's stomach began to rumble. Shh, Carter, tell your stomach to quiet down, whispered Ava. I'm sorry, said Carter. I'm just really hungry. I can't stop thinking about cupcakes. I don't know why, but it's all I can think about right now, and my stomach it just keeps grumbling. Okay, well, we're getting closer. Just tell your stomach to stop making so much noise, whispered Ava. The two of them finally pulled their way up and got right in front to the entrance of the cave. They couldn't believe it. The entrance of the cave was uh, pretty big, actually. It was hidden behind some trees. That's why no one had ever really seen it before, or so they thought. Carter and Ava walked inside of the cave, and they grabbed their flashlights out of their packs and shone it around. They couldn't believe their eyes. Uh, Ava, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Are those real crystals? Shouted Carter. Shh! We gotta stay quiet. But yes, they look... Like real crystals, I, th- I think we found some kind of real crystal cave, whispered Ava. Holy smokes, they just found a crystal cave? Whoa, that's amazing. Have you ever found a crystal cave before? I know I definitely have not. This is absolutely remarkable. But unfortunately, they are not the first ones to find this cave. Ava, come over here, said Carter. It looks like I can just pull off the- a piece of the crystal. Look at this. Carter was right. The walls were covered, completely covered in crystals that were poking out of the wall, almost like little fingers. It's like you could walk up and just pick one up. Carter reached over and grabbed one of the crystals and it popped right off the wall. As soon as it touched his hand, they couldn't believe it. It transformed not into a crystal, but into a cupcake. Carter, how did you do that? Said Ava. Carter's eyes got ginormous. He didn't know how it happened, but he finally got the delicious cupcake that he had been dreaming of. He gobbled it up in one giant bite. Ava, that was the best cupcake I've ever had. What in the world just happened? Said Carter. I don't know, said Ava, but it's almost like the crystal knew that you wanted a cupcake and then it turned right into what you were thinking about. Let me try. Ava reached over, grabbed a crystal, and pulled it off the wall. And immediately it turned into a giant bouquet of cotton candy. (gasps) That's what I was thinking about, 
Ava couldn't contain herself and gobbled up the entire thing of cotton candy. <laughs> Holy smokes! They have just found like the coolest place in the world. I have got to know where this cave is. If you walked into this cave and could pick up a crystal and it would turn into anything that you thought about, what would your crystal turn into? Hmm. Well, now that my mind is thinking just about cupcakes and cotton candy, that might be exactly what I pick. <laughs> but it was just then that they heard another voice. All right, guys. Ace, sorry. I have to run back to the blimp real quick to get um, a bigger bucket so that we can collect some more of these crystals. Uh, do you guys want to come with? Oh, sure. I um, uh, Yeah, I'll come with you and help you. Carter and Ava dove behind a big rock. <gasps> did you hear that, Carter? Of course I did. What do we do? Oh, no. Carter and Ava have discovered a pretty amazing cave. But it's the purple ninjas that have already gotten there first. When are they going to be able to escape without getting captured by purple ninjas? And two... <gasps> Have the purple ninjas just discovered something that can give them the ultimate power they need to take over the world with Dr. Sticky Breath? <gasps> with these magic crystals? I don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to have to wait and see what happens on the next story of kids' short stories. Great job. You listened all the way to the end, and you know what time it is. It's time for Kid. Shout out! I want to say hey to Wayne from Denver, Colorado, Rowan, Reagan, and Wyatt from Broomfield, Colorado, Owen from South Korea, Atlas from Denver, Leo, Walton, Gus, Gus from Virginia, Zeke from Vineyard, Utah, Jade and Ruby from British Columbia, and Isabel, Xavier, and Ellie from Australia. I'm so glad that you're all in the Kid Short Stories family. And on our spy team, we could not stop Dr. Stinky Breath and his crew without you, my friends. Will you have a super duper day? I will see you next time. Bye. For all the parents out there, picture that it's bedtime. You and the kids have been busy all day. You know they're tired, but with all that anxious energy, they just won't go to sleep. This was my kids every night. But I did find that stories calmed their mind and gave them something to focus on. So six years ago, I created the kids' podcast, Bedtime History, to help solve that problem. Bedtime History is a series of relaxing history stories that end with an inspirational message. We have episodes about Jackie Robinson, Neil Armstrong, Maya Angelou, and Sacagawea. Episodes also include topics like space exploration, engineering, the rise and fall of civilizations, and major events like the Civil Rights Movement and the Transcontinental Railroad. With over 2,000 positive parent reviews, Bedtime History is one of the top education podcasts. This week, join me and listen to Bedtime History every Monday and Thursday on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.